0: It's the Green Umbrella Marketing Social Snippet Show.
1: Here we go. Another week of the Green Umbrella Live Lunch that descends into perhaps chaos, perhaps madness, but offers you some interesting insights into what you could be doing from a social media perspective for your business. Welcome to the Social Snippet Show podcast. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, we are, oh, we got a big message flashing up this time to tell us we're live, just in case we, um, yeah, we didn't pay attention, I suppose. Um, although it's it's nice to be, yeah. You, know, you hit that live button and you think, is it going to actually happen or not? So that's cool. But welcome to this week's live lunch. I can't believe that this is the, the penultimate penultimate <laughs> live lunch before the end of 2020, so yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy that we've kind of got to this point. I think we started this thinking it might, you know, we do it for a few weeks whilst we were in lockdown initially, and it's just, I don't know, the more we've been doing it, the more we've been enjoying it, or the more I've been enjoying it anyway, so, um, and as we know, it's all about me. Um, but as always, we are here, we're going to um, talk about just what we're seeing going on in the social media world right now. Hopefully, a few people will join us in the chat on Facebook, um, on my LinkedIn profile and also on YouTube as well. Um, We're crossing our fingers. We don't get any trolls or spammers or anything like that this week on Facebook uh, because that gave us some entertainment last week. But um, but yeah, like I said, this week, it's just the Green Umbrella team talking about what's happening in social, what we're seeing from a digital marketing perspective, and hopefully... Um sharing sharing some of our wisdom, some of our wisdom with you. Um, I am going to apologize though, because I seem to be having issues with my connection and things keep stuttering. So if I look blank at any point, it's I have been paying attention. It's just that I may be missing a word or two, and I'm just like nodding along, like I know what's going on. Um, But yeah, okay, let's dive in. So where shall we start? Let's start with Amanda. How have you been, Amanda? This week, what have you been looking at? What have you been reading? What's been going on with your clients? Oh, all sorts,
2: all sorts. There's no let up, considering we are uh, two weeks, two weeks out till Christmas, um, which is good. It's nice to see everyone's still active and got lots going on. So, um, so yeah, I won't. Uh, Emily and I have been learning heaps about LinkedIn um, and kind of changes that have been happening there. Um, But Emily, I'll let you pick up on those because I know that you're kind of more more kind of doing with that with with some of our clients. But um, I've just been reading again about lots of stats, lots of content. So um, trends that are coming up for next year. So 2021. And one of the ones I thought was quite interesting was what employees want out of their career in 2021. So don't worry, Christine, this is not Mm -hmm. us now making our demands on you going I was a little bit worried
1: where are we going with this
2: but that's the sort of thing that if you are I mean so maybe if you work in the HR space if you're a recruiter um you want to be talking about content that's interesting for your audience so you know this was the ideal sort of things that that people would go actually you know if I'm hiring I need to know this you know so so it's the sort of thing that people could really get get engaged with want to read more about um and one thing that I read was that um the most sort of craved after thing that people said they wanted was a four day working week. So over the third
3: of- <laughs> Christina's not happy with that one. Really?
2: <laughs>
1: Oh well, no no! It's not that. It's just do you know I've seen so much content out there about, and this is over the last couple of years really about you know people experimenting with four day working weeks yeah. and, and that mm. kind of thing, um, and then there's been lots of basically like, everyone wants a four day de- everyone wants to work a four day week, mm. but everyone wants to be in a business that <laughs> has a five day week. Mm. So it's kind of like not everybody has that same day off for their four days, yeah. you know, for their three day weekend, if you like, and like the, how the operation of the business fits in. It kind of with every, the stuff that I've read, it kind of feels like it brings some instability to a team. Mm. And I'd I, have thought that right now, one of the things at the top of everyone's agenda is stability, in terms of what they want work wise.
2: It's it's a real. Um balancing act because flexibility is is again the big kind of trend watchword that's coming out of it as well so you know everybody's saying they want some flexibility in terms of where they work and the hours they work so you know we've all obviously been forced into working from home this year um, and people kind of want that choice they want to know they can work from home sometimes maybe work from the office but working a straight nine to five doesn't necessarily equal work-life balance so people yeah. want to have that flex and they've kind of had a test a taster of it this year so you know people have been able to to maybe shift their working day around things like childcare, school runs you know if you've got elderly relatives that have care commitments dog walks even you know things like that it just allows you to flex so so as you say there's kind of the flex of the stability is important but people still want a bit of flex as well so yeah I do I do feel a bit for people in the HR space trying to balance that and obviously get the job done but but yeah just from a from a content point of view that's the sort of thing that provokes discussion and gets engagement on your posts so so yeah we're really looking at content ideas that get people talking.
3: I saw an article Amanda about the four-day working week and apparently Unilever are testing it in their New Zealand branch or something, Mm. and they're like the first massive company to be trialing it. They said they're going to trial it for I think it was twelve months, and then basically look at the stats and take it from there. So they weren't promising that it was going to continue, but yeah, they are trialling it for the first time. I I think it'll be
2: interesting to see the results. To be honest, there's Um, there's there's and obviously mental health's a big talking point and people saying is it better for their mental health and one thing that's come out in the news this week is that some of the major retailers are now they're not going to open on Boxing day you know' I which if someone,
3: that yeah
2: you know if that was suggested a couple of years ago I think that people would have been like are you crazy the impact on our profits but actually they're being you know applauded for not doing that it's kind of people are going what a great idea what an amazing employer you are um so I think it's 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 definitely Marks and Spencer I think Asda's another one yeah Yeah. so they're they're really being you know lauded over because it's a such a good idea um so hopefully that the what they might lose in footfall and revenue they Mm -hmm. will get back again because people you know it gives up that warm fuzzy feeling that purpose so Mm -hmm. so yeah there's still lots of lots of
1: good content and lots of talking points out there at the moment so the thing I would say with that as well is that, you know, people might be thinking, well, you know, why, you know, green umbrellas, market agents, why are they talking about this stuff? And obviously it's that, you know, it's something we've always banged the drum on that, you know, what is it that your target client, target customer is, you know, what are they worried about, what's keeping them up at night, that kind of thing. But there's also a big marketing piece around employer branding, you know, actually, you know this stuff that that as so I I've only seen the stories around Asda. I haven't seen anything around Marks and Spencers um, that that's probably come out this morning. But the reality is that you know when they're looking for staff <laughs> for next year, when they're running their marketing campaigns that are, are driving their you know their, their kind of it, um, employment drives, actually that they become an employer of choice because of this activity and yeah, i think really. that's really really important sometimes sometimes there's stuff that you're doing in your business that you don't see as being a marketing activity when mm. actually it's probably one of the, the one of the key bits of marketing that that you can really really do mm. um The beginning of lockdown, there was loads of conversation around, and I'm sure we talked about it on here. I know I talked about it in the um, Recruiting Brain Food 24-hour event. There was this phrase that people were using, and it was something along the lines of, you know, you will be remembered for what you do now. Um, You know, those brands that get looked after. So, you know, Sports Direct came under fire, Weatherspoons came under fire because of the way they treated their staff. So from a marketing perspective, that was a PR nightmare, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like mm-hmm. I said, you just sometimes you have to think about what are you doing for your, t- like, what are you doing internally that you wouldn't think does affect your ideal clients and the, and the rest of it. But actually, if you can share that information, it, it can really, really contribute to mm-hmm. how people see your brand. Um, you know, the, the thing with this is as soon as we started to see that, you know, the, the, the lockdown Lockdowns were lifted and all that kind of stuff. You see it in the share prices straight away. People like Weatherspoons. Um, spoons Boohoo, and I can't remember who it is that owns Sports direct now, but their share prices as well. It all skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. You know, it it also as soon as it was like people can go to the pub again, Weatherspoons share prices went up. Don't get me wrong, nowhere near where they were. Mm-hmm. But this idea of people, you know, people remember when you do the bad things and they change their buyer behavior because of it. It's not always that true. However, do something positive. People do remember that. People, you do kind of you become that brand that creates those like nice, warm feelings that make people want to buy from you.
3: For me as well, I think it's if people are saying are we as, as in a brand, we care about work life balance, we care about our employees if they are doing those things that sort of like asda and marks and spencer they now have evidence to back that up it's not just something that they're just saying they're just putting it, putting it out there as a brand but they're, they're not actually backing it up at all whereas like you said christina the, these other businesses are so to me that makes them more trustworthy more like i'm more likely to shop there because i feel like if they're trustworthy and being honest about that they're more likely to be honest about other things
1: mm-hmm. yeah So um, when you started talking about four-day work weeks, um, and I, you know, I may have pulled a little face, Mm. it's because I struggle to, uh, there are times where I struggle to restrict you guys to only work in five days, Mm. you know, and Emily's like, she's like smiling now thinking oh I nearly swore um because Emily (laughs) Emily got busted working on Saturday I think she thought she'd be able to sneak in a little bit of you know a couple of emails and get ahead for the week and I was like what are you doing what's going on here um but Paul's just put in the comments as well because it is you know as a business owner you kind of never stop working you you never switch off and it is a you know so yeah you know hashtag small business owner issue 100% but I think it is that um, when you love what you do, it's really hard to just put it down and leave it alone. And when you're thinking about your your like your mental health, your mental wellness, as much as you know you need a break and you need that rest, sometimes having that kind of peace of mind is that the fact that you know you've just got those extra two things off your list to make you feel like you're ahead for the following week.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you sometimes you think if I just do this half an hour, hour whatever it means that i've then got the headspace it's not hanging over me so yeah it's it's a total balancing act but Mm -hmm. as we said these are the things that people are talking about that create conversations um so whilst yeah people might be tuning and thinking well what's that got to do with with social media or digital marketing it's never about what you necessarily you want it's about what your audience wants to hear
1: (laughs) so quick quick poll then if i said from january we're moving to a four-day work week
3: you can't do this on the live hand.
1: <laughs> it
3: depends whether we're I trying. To... <laughs> who,
1: well, immediately, I who immediately stopped breathing at that point?
0: No, <laughs> it's, it, it's fine.
1: Matt's <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, funny. Cool. So, um, Amanda, you said you've been working on something that Emily's been been looking at as well. So, Emily, t- tell us about that then. What, what's that about? Uh,
3: so, Amanda and I were sent a, a document last night um, from one of our clients. It was actually really interesting. And it was basically an updated uh, LinkedIn documents, uh, basically talking about the algorithm and certain changes, things that have been made really recently that... Um, we could implement and that that will work better, basically, in terms of pushing our posts out and getting more engagement and more reach. Um, So a few of them I thought I would share because I thought they were really interesting to know. Um, One of them was the amount of hashtags. So that has now changed uh, for LinkedIn to be between three and 10. Apparently the research is saying that hashtags between three and 10 uh, work the best uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, tag so when you tag in a company or a person if they if that person or company does not engage with the post um, or the person untags themselves uh, linkedin now um what's the word uh not punishes but it, it basically punishes that post and it um push, doesn't push doesn't push it out to as many people so it's basically stopping people tagging loads of randomers in and basically spamming them. Um, So I think that's quite a good thing. Mm. Um, External links. um, So I have to admit, this is something that I learned from this document. Um, It's saying if you, well, we all know that LinkedIn doesn't really like or any platforms don't really like you to direct people away from that platform. But from from this research, it's discovered that if you create the post, publish the post, then edit the post and add the external link, that's a way around it. And apparently that that works really well. Um, I know there used to be some uh, research into adding the link into the comments, but apparently that's a no-no. We shouldn't do that anymore. Um, And then the final thing um, is rather than asking your employees to share the company pages content, uh, that no longer works because LinkedIn just sees it as duplicate content um so the best thing that you can do is uh, give your employees that content for them to share themselves and ask them to comment on your post because comments now work better than shares um so yeah a couple of those things I already knew a couple of those things I didn't know so um yeah I just thought it was really interesting like we say sort of social media and changes and algorithms are always changing so um yeah, it's good to stay on top of it, basically. And and I I don't know about you, Manda, but I find it quite interesting to read it. Yeah,
2: definitely. Definitely. Just echoing it's If you put less, you know, so if you put one or two hashtags, you're missing a trick, basically. But we, you know, we worked the golden rule of three for a long time. But actually, you can put more in there. It's just if you go past 10, it's seen as spammy. So, you know, if you've got four or five, go for it.
1: Absolutely, I, I do feel, and and I get really frustrated at times when I see so. So don't get me wrong. When when the algorithm changes, one hundred percent, we should be you know pushing that information out there. But what tends to happen is that people forget that every <laughs> single day. Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Google, are they are constantly tweaking these algorithms, constantly. You would never stay on top of every single tweak and test that they make. So sometimes we see, like yesterday, there are um jane and i are part of a a group on facebook where we pick up a lot of the like you know what's new what's happening what's being tested that kind of stuff i think there is um you know they're they're testing a scheduling tool in um creative studio for for instagram they are um there's been stuff about the tiktok algorithm as well there's been um, there's something to do with twitter it's like this is they're just testing something and maybe it gets beyond a test and maybe it, you know, these are people that are sitting there looking at the, the coding behind these websites to look for changes so they can spot what's being trialed, what's being tested, that that kind of stuff. You'd never stay on top of it. Yeah. So then, you know, a change does happen. So if we think about LinkedIn and um, dwell time, which is probably the last Off the top of my head, that's probably the last big change in the LinkedIn algorithm, where now when you're scrolling through, if you pause to look at something, even though you don't engage in it, the fact that you've paused to look at it, well, LinkedIn's taking that into account. Okay, well, there's something of interest here. People want to look at this piece of content. Let's show it to more people. Well, actually, you're seeing loads and loads and loads of of posts and whether it's in a WhatsApp group or a blog somewhere. like These are the latest changes. These are the latest changes. Well, no, we're just still talking about that same change again. It's just that, you know, you can leverage that that change in the algorithm by using PDF style posts, document posts, because people click through them. So even though they don't like or comment or share Actually, just them pausing, looking at that post, clicking, you know, flying through the slides. Well, that adds to the dwell time.
2: Mm,
1: absolutely. Right. Go on, Amanda.
2: That, that, that came up in the report. So um, between Emily and I, we'll share a link to this um, report we're talking about because it's it's nice and easily digestible as well. It's not like a really laborious 50-page document. It's, it's nice and bite-sized. But yeah, dwell time they talks about a lot um uh, uh pdf posts that people can scroll through like a carousel but one thing we've also discovered is that a lot of scheduling tools don't allow you to update a P- uh, upload a pdf you have to do it natively mm-hmm. so the scheduling tools are kind of behind so we've we've yeah. requested in to say can you add it to your development plan please because that's what people are doing so yeah. uploading and maybe i don't know maybe it's linkedin are pushing for um, everything to be uploaded natively because again um, it picked out video so sharing YouTube links is not preferential native video or Vimeo is okay so uploading it natively works okay but yeah that all adds to the dwell time which as you said is a, is a real biggie So um, so yeah there's some really really useful stuff in there if you are using LinkedIn as a as a BD or marketing tool
1: Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I do want, Paul's just put a comment on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all the changes in algorithms hurts his brain, 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, people focus so much on these changes. And I just if there are some people we speak to, if they focused as much on the quality of their content as they do on what's the latest change on LinkedIn and how do we cheat the system... They probably get better results and 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 more results, mm-hmm. and I think that this is the thing. It's a forget committing to staying ahead of it. That's kind of our job. Commit to producing fantastic content consistently, engaging with your audience, showing up, being part of your community. They're the things that matter it doesn't matter whether you put three, five or 10 hashtags in there. What matters is that you've, you have you know, you, if, if you put a really crap update, and 10 hashtags, you have still got a crap bit of content. Yeah, totally. It yeah. it. It's like when people ask the best
2: time to post. What's the bit if you put, <laughs> if you put rubbish content out at the best time, still not going to get engagement. But you know, equally, yes, you can optimize things. And, and as, uh, totally, as you <laughs> said, one of the stats they had in there was that people focus content. Um, so, like tomorrow, Christmas jumper day, there's probably going to be a lot of stuff going around about that. But that sort of content, or maybe if you're introducing a new team member, gets between five and eight times more reach than an average post. So it's and it's just basics like that, that we try and tell people. And as you say, you can get too bogged down in the, in the behind the scenes stuff, but create engaging content on topics that people want to hear about. And, and you're more than halfway there.
1: Mm, absolutely. And, you know, and try and mix up that content as well. So don't just constantly be posting links, you know, it is a, you know, you share some imagery and it doesn't have to be swish this is where mark's like careful what you tell them now christina but you know it's like you know you can get stock photos but actually a photo of yourself that's perhaps not the best framed thing because you've taken it yourself people want to see you they want to see that i'm talking all the time about getting personal and kind of you know getting yourself out there on, on your social media platforms but it's that's what people engage in um the other thing i would say as well is just you know just from a from a content perspective in general i can see david david robson said hello over on linkedin so hello. um hey david um, I, I don't know find human beings that's like yeah you know, i'm like mm, what's he what's he looking at is he does he mean us um but you know david is david's a recruiter in the education space but he's recently launched a podcast And he's interviewing some fantastic people that are serving his community, if you know, within the education sector and telling some fantastic stories that are so, so relevant. You know, I'm not in education and I've listened to a couple of the episodes and the conversations they're having is so interesting. Um, And it is actually like, what can you do that is different? And yes, there are a lot of podcasts being launched right now but it's about consistency. Okay. So it's one thing to launch a podcast and, you know, do your first six episodes and then it kind of like, you know, falls flat and disappears. But actually, if you're going to do something, you're going to create a new piece of content, a a new media, you've got to have that consistency there. It is hard work. Um, So, you know, I'm working on my podcast. I've got everything, everything is in the bag now, if you like, up until the new year. But it's been a real push over the last sort of four weeks to get that done so I can maintain that consistency. But it is, you know, David is thinking about the content he's producing, how he can bring value um, and what that looks like very much in a non-salesy way. So we, he can get the benefit of that further down the line. So, um, so, yeah, a little bit of a plug there. And it, David, if, if you are still tuned in, stick a link to your podcast in the comments, definitely, so people can check that out um but yeah like i said it's it, it's it's not just about linkedin and the algorithms there people worry about the algorithms everywhere else and it's like just produce good content and and mix it up a little bit don't fall into a habit where you're just like stuck in a rut and doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. so what else has been happening this week jane what have you been playing <laughs> with um
4: well, Keep I've it been, clean. Uh... <laughs> All right. How to put someone off what they're about to say? <laughs> um, yeah. So I've been uh, looking at the news again as ever, and um, yeah, continuing my theme of, of the last few weeks, shopping again. Um, so new things this week. WhatsApp have um, included a shopping cart now in their in their shop. I think previously you could only buy one item at a time. Now they've put a cart in there, so you can actually obviously add a few things and then check out once at the end um, if uh, shopping through WhatsApp is your thing. Um, But the other one that I thought was actually really interesting is Snapchat have partnered with people like John Lewis and Ralph Lauren, and they are allowing you to add clothes to your Bitmojis. So you can add like Levi's jeans and a shirt and things like that. So you can do it sort of on the cartoon version but now they're going into an ar version as well so you can sort of film yourself it turns you into your bitmoji and then puts the clothes on you so i thought that was quite interesting the idea is that because you can't try anything on in person you can try it on this way and then you might go and buy it so i thought that was that was quite cool actually i've not tried it out but uh, it sounds cool to me
1: yeah
4: that's really cool
1: who uses snapchat
4: no, I do sometimes for like if
3: I want to take a stupid photo, but I don't actually send it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I my Just for, for your
1: anyway.
3: own entertainment. <laughs> <No. laughs> <No. laughs>
0: oh, <basically. laughs> so You've you actually got any friends on there? That's the problem. Yeah.
3: Of a I just don't. I don't use it in that way. But now I, I look silly now. But that's what I use it for.
1: <laughs> it, it's really interesting because it feels like it feels like Snapchat is a platform that is kind of slowly dying off. People aren't using it. We don't hear much in terms of um, people's like, <laughs> marketing campaigns where they're really like going to town on Snapchat. And it kind of feels like it's just going the way that you know things like blab went where yeah you know, people were all over it and they just kind of left it alone until it just disappeared in, into sort of you know social media platform heaven um but every now and then they have this like little flurry of updates or you know and they're shared again you know i i look at performance of all the social media companies on a semi regular basis and Snapchat's another one where even though it doesn't seem to really have much traction from a marketing perspective these days the share price still increases and i honestly thought with tiktok becoming more and more popular that we would just see it disappear mm. so it's it's an interesting one but i think this is like this is pretty cool pretty cool in terms of what they're doing now um i've only seen like literally two articles i think on it so i haven't delved into it too much but um but yeah it is it does just it just sounds really funky doesn't it
4: mm, it's, like, it's something you want to play with yeah, yeah. download it and have a go just for that reason <laughs> <laughs> probably loads of people will do that and then everyone will be back on snapchat again but... yeah yeah
1: So, what else have you seen this week, Jane? Has there been anything else at all? Or,
4: yeah, what it was an interesting article actually about um the trends on Facebook that people have been posting about and sort of searching for over this year, and and it was sort of broken down by country. Sorry, I'm going to read this just because there's quite a lot of it, but it was just so in the UK, one of the most things people have searched on or posted about was growing your own food, so um. That's that's you know, and I did it as well. In fact, I I, I planted basil and tomatoes and all sorts of things, and uh, and um, and people have been researching allotments and raised beds and all sorts of stuff like that, and also personalising your own fashion. So tie dye and DIY clothes and sewing and stuff like that. That's all been really popular here. Um, Whereas in the US, they're they're quite different. So theirs has been sort of awareness and action. So Black Lives Matter and things like that. And also casual culture, sort of how to do your own hair and makeup and stuff like that because you can't go out and have it done. Um, And then Canada, theirs is all about DIY in the home and stuff like that. Mexico was digital banking and India was getting more people more connected with each other and and the e-commerce as well. But it was just really interesting that sort of how different the world has been so we've all been in the same situation but the things we've all searched for and done have been absolutely
1: puddles apart basically <laughs> do you know that that is really interesting when you think back to uh, and I'm not saying it is a comparison at all but if you think back to kind of like March April where we went into lockdown and people were people were saying things like um you know, that is like the wartime spirit. It's the, yeah, and th- there were a lot of stories that were kind of liking the situation to being in, um, you know, like living living with rationing and, and stuff like that. You know, and I, I'm not saying that that's something that I necessarily agree with. But it's really funny to then hear those UK trends because it does make you think of, okay, well, you know, how do we... What's the phrase "make do and mend," right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: totally. I feel
1: <laughs> so like I'm well, showing
2: my age, but it makes me think of the of the good life, Tom and yeah
1: <laughs> Definitely. Yes.
4: Yeah.
1: Obviously, oh, that's like
2: Margo and Jerry. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I was just about to say, like, you, you know, just start picking you all off as to who was who then. And I was like, well, right, cultural references, Christina, where to stop? Where to stop? <laughs> Don't be inappropriate. Try, try and get through one live lunch without being inappropriate. That's what was going through my head then. And I just like my math just stopped. It not work. I'm quite
3: curious now who I would be. You have to send us a message after. I do not mind. I didn't get offended.
1: You're you're def you're definitely more of a um definitely more of a Barbara. Mm.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Jane's definitely a
1: Barbara.
4: I don't know which one's Barbara. That doesn't The help. posh one. Margot oh, yeah. okay. Margot's the, oh,
2: Margo, the posh
1: one. Oh Margo, sorry. I'm not very good with
2: names. Yeah. Anyone's, yeah. Is under 30 watching. They probably won't have a clue what we're talking about
0: either.
3: I've said yeah. it before. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. okay. you're old. Yeah.
3: <laughs> doesn't really count, does it?
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, no, it is interesting though, looking at the trends, because you kind of look at the like what you believe to be the case culturally about though those countries as well. Mm Um the the India one surprises me actually. Because you well, it um so about everyone getting close being closer together, more connected. Connected electronically as opposed to in person. yeah yeah so it's um yeah just but you know because of the sort of the the culture of family over there I I guess I think I would have expected it to go more that route if you like um but no it it is interesting when you think about because we all have these preconceptions don't we you know and it it is like you know you know Great Britain the make you know we make do and mend and you know what that means and you know, yeah, we, we, you know, I'm probably being judgy again as the, the typical marketer that I am. I have to judge everyone. Um, but, yeah, no, it's interesting.
2: We can put, we can share the link to that as well, um, of the kind of most searched in Google terms. There's some eye-openers on there. Put it that way as well, with things that have, uh, you know, keep it relatively clean, but there are some eye-openers on there of, like, song lyrics and things that have been trending that have been Googled. So, um,
1: yeah, like we'll put the link in and have a look. Like what? <laughs> I'm the- I- Come on, you've started now.
2: <laughs> there's a there's a there's a rap song that kind of went a bit viral earlier this year. It's it's called WAP, but that's all I'm gonna say. I made the mistake of g- Googling it and YouTubing it. it was like I didn't make songs like this when I was younger. <laughs> 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 <Lord>. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> made me blush, Christina.
3: Really?
2: <laughs>
1: go so mark, yeah mark what have you been up to anything made you blush this week
0: no only the fact that that people were googling that <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean it's, it's been a pretty busy week so uh a lot of website stuff again so back back cracking on with new new jobs for that that side of things um so yeah all good
1: Excellent.
0: Oh, i have about to so- say something else. Yeah.
2: Red, not.
0: I know. I, I, um, no. I'm like that. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, my voice is gone. Oh no. <laughs> um, we were hoping to actually have maybe a guest on today, which was going to be Emma from Emma's Aim. So we can obviously just highlight a few things about that. If if you, if anyone's been following us over the last few years. Especially around this time of year, you have seen that we've we've posted about Emma's aim. Um, so it started a few years ago. Emma Emma came to us for some help just on some normal design and print uh, sort of work to help one of her events. Uh, and basically, Emma's story is she was diagnosed with um, leukemia when she was 16. She's still battling with it now, um, and she runs a, a charitable sort of trust to help. Adults, uh, young adults, sorry, and children that are going through cancer treatment. Um, so, you know, it's always been great to be able to help her out with bits and bobs. Um, and this time of the year, instead of sending Christmas cards, we we do a donation to her instead. Um, as I say, we were hoping to have a maybe on 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 today, but she's actually out and about delivering Christmas goodie bags and things. So, fingers crossed, we'll be able to get her on on live lunch uh, in the new year to tell more about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's. I don't know she's just such a such a positive positive character anyway um but she's done I mean she's just put so many events and things together that have been really really good to to raise money and I think it kind of started off as something that was a bit of a. Uh, you know I'll, I'll raise some money for charity and was it last year she actually registered as her own charity and it's just she's just doing more and more stuff and it's just fantastic Given her story what she's been able to do and she's on her on our doorstep as well um so it's yeah really good to be able to able to support her especially this year where so many charities are really struggling people are not giving the way that they used to
0: yeah, I think that's that's the thing. I think, obviously, Emma normally does, um, obviously, events, like we said, like last year there was the ball and she normally does a Christmas event as well, sort of this time of year. So, obviously, those kind of things haven't been able to happen this year. So, um, it's just been a case of, obviously, I think, getting donations as, as opposed to actually being able to run sort of those kind of things to generate funds. But hopefully, obviously, next year, you know, she can get back to, you know, doing some more of the normal things that she she does. Yeah, absolutely. But I think obviously Susan was just put the, the links in um, on the comments. So, yeah, please do have a look on there, have a read. Um, there's obviously links to um, Emma's website, a direct link that you can just donate on PayPal, which I'm sure would be gratefully received um and obviously social media links and things you know give her a follow on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and just especially if you are Northampton Northamptonshire based um that would be great
1: yeah yeah absolutely cool okay so do you know I do want to say something else on that I think that as businesses we all now, at this time of year you probably like looked at things and if you haven't done it already, you're kind of think well actually maybe I have got a bit of spare cash to do like presents for your clients and and all that sort of stuff and it's fantastic and of course you should reward those people that have shown you their loyalty this year especially. Um, you know there's people that you're introducers that give you the referrals and, and all of that kind of thing but there probably are charities on your doorstep that are struggling. And as much as you know that there are businesses left, right, and centre that are not making it through, that are that are failing and having to close their doors, but actually, there's probably local charities that you maybe you've never even heard of before that are in a very similar situation where they're just kind of going. Actually, maybe we you know we just need to close things down now because they can't keep going um so you know as much as like the bottles of wine and the chocolates and you know everything else and the hampers and you know the branded gifts and all that sort of stuff that you would normally be doing or you know where you might have spent budget this year because you were going to an event and you haven't had to do that and the money's still sitting there of course we all want to protect our cash flow and, and keep the cash in the business and blah 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 but actually you know, even if it was just 10% of what you might have spent on that stuff this year and you can help a local charity, it is just there there's so many of of these things and there'll be there will be something next to every business owner, whether you are in Sunny Daventry or you know, inner city, London or you know, wherever overseas, you know, there will be someone that can actually really, really benefit from that. And you know we end up spending so much money on just crap, mm. you know. And that it's like you know, and that's just from a business perspective. From a personal perspective as well, it's like there's, there's a moral lesson in here for us,
2: Christina, isn't there?
1: I'm just you know I'm really frustrated. I'm really frustrated at the minute. I'm like I don't want to buy any plastic shit this <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i'm so frustrated there's so many there's so many fantastic organizations that are they're not getting any help mm. they, they rely on the kindness of others and of course so many people are in such difficult situations and i totally get that but you know it's like it might only be a couple of quid here might only be 20 quid there But there are people in society that have got, you know, can do the hundreds or thousands potentially that, you know, they're sending out cases of champagne. And I just think, well, you know, um, so we keep picking on Paul today uh, with his comments. But, um, you know, Paul said as well, you know, you know, buying local, supporting small business. Do a search on Instagram. I have I've got to be careful what I say, because. I've organized something for someone that is likely to watch this. And I'm so excited about it. I can't tell you how excited I am about this gift. And it never even occurred to me. And it's this, that the, 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 the vendor is a, she's in her early 20s. She's would you know normally doing the kind of job you do when you're at university kind of thing. and she's in lockdown, she sort of set up this little business of her own. Um, and what she's doing is very it's kind of very much like your kitchen table type of business, if you like. Mm. But actually, I've been able to send a very, very special, personalized specific gift. By using this girl and I know it sounds ridiculous but there's a tiny little thing in my head that says that actually that money that I've spent with that business you know the impact of that on like you know the Christmas she's about to have I don't know
2: very stressful fulfilling your order probably Shut up,
1: Amanda. I'm sorry. (laughs) I (laughs) I was, I was being all like, you
3: know, know, it's like,
1: oh, shop, shop local, and you kind of think, okay, so is there like the independent gift shop in your local town and that kind of thing? But actually, just get on Instagram, whatever it is you're thinking of, get on Instagram, do a search. Who is there that doesn't have a shop front? Maybe they're only maybe they're only selling fifty quid's worth of stuff a month, but actually your twenty quid order it has a massive impact. Hmm. I, I just I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, I do agree. I uh, like, yeah. I'm sorry. i have at the moment, but yeah. But <laughs> 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 no, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I um and kids as well so we might I, I don't have kids but I have nieces and nephews I'm pretty sure they won't be watching so this is no spoiler for them but I've bought you know things for us to go and do so I know kids don't like opening envelopes they like opening presents but so I've brought them a couple of things to open but they're less than a tenner and then I've said right I'm going to take you to go and do this when the weather's better so we'll go and do like I don't know sea kayaking or something like that something really fun that they will create a memory um and, and supports the local business that's doing it so yeah I do totally agree by local please don't leave me in there don't leave me in there Bye,
3: local
2: <laughs> I like that big
3: finish
1: Amanda <laughs> oh man okay so uh yeah that's just a stocking business <laughs> Okay, so just to explain that reference, okay, so I have to admit, Amanda, Paul and I had a private conversation after last week's live lunch, (laughs) Did you? because we've decided that it's not normal to spend £10 on items to go in a stocking.
2: (laughs) Some things in the stocking are like, you know. Sometimes you can have nicer things, like you could have a main present
3: in a stocking, couldn't you?
1: No, that's a present.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But it's a free present. Well, like I put, make I, make we put all presents stocking in stocking. Well. We just fill up the stocking and then might have like one or two presents outside the stocking.
2: So has I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's, just, it's a family tradition. It's, yeah. 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 No, we have, have stocking and
4: tree presents, but...
3: Yeah, so do we. You
4: know. in my day, you've got a tangerine and a walnut in
1: your stocking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have a satsuma. Yeah, satsuma, the two quality, <laughs> quality streets. Chocolate <laughs> coins. Yep, top points. <laughs> pair of socks. Yeah, pair of
4: socks. Or gloves. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's no ten pound gift. <laughs> That's just you, Amanda. <laughs> <Pusshead> <laughs> so as anyways. always. <laughs> um, yeah as always we're descending into chaos and just so that everyone knows when we have like a you know like a we, we have two like catch-up meetings in the week where we go through like all the projects we're working on and everything else the same thing happens it all starts off very serious then it just descends into chaos and um, you know I have to be honest some of the conversations we have there we wouldn't yeah we, we definitely don't want live streaming so um yeah th- th- this is the cleaned up version this is us on our best behavior god help us um but yeah there we go so before we wrap up has anyone got anything else that they've seen this week or they've been working on or they've discovered or is it, have we already covered all the highlights the
0: the new, the new um some of the new Features in Photoshop quite fun to test on Emily.
3: No, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't post that. <laughs> no.
0: there's, there's some really useful stuff like sky removal, which is geeky and useful for certain things. But then there's like facial filters and things that have never been in Photoshop before, so it just had to be done. But yeah, it's not not for public consumption again. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, that' not good luck
1: for me Do you know we should we <laughs> should we should hit we should set a target okay so let's say um because so Emily runs our social media usually <laughs> so Emily mm. you've got a week to encourage what should we say 500 quids worth of donations for Amazon? Okay. And if you right, and basically, if you don't hit that target next week on live lunch, we will screen share that photo. <laughs>
3: that <is my laughs> mail. you just that live,
4: <laughs> right, that <bye>. now. <laughs> I'm going. <Pretty>
0: <laughs> we've we've got better photos of emily that haven't been photoshopped that we should share yeah, we have
1: i've got a lot of you as well don't you forget that <laughs> you know,
0: right. yeah,
1: maybe no. okay so maybe we do a green umbrella calendar oh, no, can we in no. support no, of yeah, I,
0: day. I think i think we need that hr department
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh dear
1: right okay let's draw it to a close um so um, we're not going to show that photo of Emily, but please do. The link is in the comments. Please have a, a click through. Um, if it's only a couple of quid, just, you know, make a donation. Um, we would really, really love you to do that. Next week's live lunch, um, we are going to reach out to a couple of people that have um, joined us over, you know since we started <laughs> doing this earlier this year. Um, and that will be our last live lunch of 2020 um and because the following week is Christmas Eve so um so yeah so next week is the last one of the year so come and join us there 12 o'clock live on Facebook on my LinkedIn account and um, on YouTube as well have an amazing week and we will catch you all then bye for now